so much, uh, Marcus, for taking the time out your uh, day to do this interview. First, I want to start off with asking you, uh, how's everything going? Everything's going good. You know, this, you know, I've been doing games, sports games for ooh, 20 plus years now. Uh, going back to the first NBA 2K, so um, been a part of this industry for a minute. So it's all just like in other forms of entertainment. It's always good to be able to get with a good team and get a product out that's uh, unique and and I think groundbreaking. So um, we're still early. You know, we built a platform, so still got lots of things to add. But I feel really good about where we're at and how the how the uh, press and the audience has embraced us um, so far. Got it. And um, with NBA All World, um, where I'm from, content series, uh, can you tell us a bit about what came around with the inspiration of creating NBA All World? The game or just the content series? Um, um, like I could tell you about the game, and then that kind of drives kind of the content series. Um, yeah. How familiar are you, are, are you with uh, Pokemon Go and Niantic? I'm gonna be honest. I'm not too familiar with it, but uh, I definitely heard of, heard of Pokemon. Okay, great. Just trying to get context because you know Pokemon was a, 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 a global phenomenon because it was one of the first games that took took users and gamers and placed it out in the real world. You had to go to locations all over the place to find those Pokemon, and it was a new way of doing augmented reality and location-based gaming. And with my background in sports games and being a senior producer on the first NBA 2K, um, it's like when that came out, it was a groundbreaking experience. And I felt like um, what Niantic was doing with this technology, um, we're going to take sports games, you know, outside into the real world. Um, and basketball is one of those sports that is naturally played outdoors. And so, you know, turning gaming into outdoor activities, um, you know, it was just such a natural fit. And one of the things about um, NBA All World and, again, going back to, like, NBA 2K, the goals of those games were to be as authentic to the hoops experience as possible. And that's just not the gameplay. That's the things around the gameplay. And one of the beautiful things about um, what we've done with All World is not only are we focusing on the athletes and the NBA, but we're trying to wrap the game around the basketball culture. And what we're trying to do is turn the real world into a basketball universe. So not only and these folks, these players, you, you collect, you, you find them, you play against them, you, you recruit them to your team by walking outside in the real world. And because you're in the real world, players don't wear uniforms out in the real world. They wear, you know, current what's out there gear. Um, and so we wanted to capture the fashion, the music, the lifestyle around followers of the NBA culture and scene. And, um, that's one of the driving things. And coming out of that, you know, it just, it just, it was natural about where I'm from because when you play our game, you know, I'm based here in Atlanta, you know, you know, we got teams mm-hmm. in San Francisco, Orlando, San Francisco, uh, wherever you live, when you walk outside, you can go to the court you played on as a kid, and that'll be a court, mm-hmm. virtual court. That'll be a court in our game that you can get on the leaderboard and broadcast to those folks in your neighborhood that you're the top player in this hood um, through our virtual um, courts and leaderboards. And it only makes sense since we're about being authentic 
that the courts that our NBA stars grew up and playing on, we would identify those in the game, and we would talk about where our players are from. And so we have some ambassadors like Jalen Green and Jordan Poole, um, who are Carl Anthony Towns, who are ambassadors. And what we're now doing is, you know, letting folks know about where they're from. Jalen's from Fresno, California. He went to certain schools. Um, he played uh, in different cities. And now he's in Houston playing in the NBA. And these courts and areas will be identified as Jalen's Green's, you know, neighborhood court. And there's special things that you're going to get in our game around that. And we create a video series, you know, kind of reemphasizing what we're doing and making location and where people play matter because that, cause that's how our game is built upon. So that's that's kind of where that Jalen Green wear from. And Jalen's, you know, up-and-comer, you know, he was big on AAU, G League. It just made sense to get someone who's really big on social media that's out there um, you know, he's half Filipino, so it's a global angle. We're, our game is all over the world. You can go to Paris. You can go to Milan. Uh, you can go wherever, and there's courts you can play. You can get on the leaderboards and compete. So, yeah, it was just we, we really want to emphasize where people are from, and, and but Jalen was one of those players that we felt fit, fit our goals and what we wanted the game, you know, be a good ambassador for our game. Yeah, and I want to ask you about this. So do you feel as though – um, the game is kind of encouraging players to uh, get outside more? Absolutely. Um, that's always been – that's one of the founding principles of Niantic and one of the reasons why, you know, I joined the company about two years ago. I felt like um, a lot of games were just focused on the screen, and there was nothing um, about it. You know, there was nobody here for staying at home, playing online, focused on the screen. And, you know, when I grew up, you know, we used to go outside and walk to the neighborhood park and play and just hang out outside. Uh, some of that's being lost, but it was really, I thought it was really powerful that this game would actually encourage, you know, players, kids, whoever, to go outside, socialize. And while they're playing our game, they can also play real basketball or vice versa. If they're going to the court to play real basketball while in between games, they can actually play our game and get on the leaderboard of the court that they're actually playing on because we have about 100,000-plus of real basketball courts globally identified and tagged in our game that are actual virtual courts where the users that go here on the leaderboard. Plus, we have other courts that are um, not tied to courts that are also out there. But if there's a real basketball court anywhere in the NU, there's a high probability it's a, real, it's a court in our game. And so long-term, we see ourselves driving millions of players and kids to courts that normally wouldn't have been going to real court because of our game. Got it. And you mentioned ambassadors, uh, Jordan Poole, Paul Anthony Towns. Uh, what was the reaction to uh, from those guys when they were, um, I, I would say, actually kind of the ambassadors for the yeah, game? Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's a great question. I, I mean, Everybody's grown up playing video games, Madden, TK. Yeah. You know, my son and his friends and my nephews, they all playing Madden, TK, you know, Fortnite, Call of Duty. You know, you grow up with gaming, like, you know, watching movies. It's like it's just something that you do naturally with your friends. It's one of the things you do. But to actually be inside of a game or to promote in a game, you know, that's a huge, huge uh you know, motivator right. or just things because 
it's like this is what I grew up doing. Not only am I in the NBA now, but now, and not I'm just not a regular player in the game, but I'm a featured ambassador around the NBA game. It's, it's a cool game because it's something different than 2K. for the folks who did Pokemon Go. Um, it's an outdoor-type game. And it was like, man, this is different. This is cool. I want to be a part of it. I want to help, you know, um, help evangelize. And, and more importantly, I want to make sure the moves I do in the game are right. <laughs> and it would be the moves I would do in real basketball. I also want to make sure I'm, when you play one-on-one in our game, I'm doing the moves that I would typically do. So, um, yeah, they're really excited about that. And it's very powerful to see yourself in the game. Then they'll actually be able to, you know, work with the designers to actually make sure you're playing the right way. Yeah. And let me ask you this. Do you guys think there will be um, another game sort of similar on the way, or is that something that you guys have under wraps possibly? Yeah, we try to. Yeah, we try not to talk about like future plans because you know what we mm-hmm. build is a platform that can expand. You know the way things technology is now. You know everything is growing and expanding. And what I like to look at NBA All World, I look at it like a theme park. And just like you go to Disney World or Universal, it's always expanding and add new rides and new activities. And I kind of see the same thing here. We're going to constantly expand our world, our universe, and add new, you know, you know, game challenges and other dunk contests and other things that we're going to grow uh, other features that help, you know, expand the experience. Could it go to, you know, I don't know, other sports or whatever? You know, the future will tell, you know, the future is unknown, but we're just building a platform that can expand and we'll see where it goes. But the main thing is that we're going to continue to grow. So the playoffs are right around the corner. Uh, I just want to get an uh, idea of who you think uh, is possibly going to uh, be in the, uh, the finals. Cool. That's a I, know, I, know, I know it's a bit early, but I think people got a little idea. <laughs> of who. Uh, you know what? After the college basketball Final Four bracket was so unpredictable, <laughs> And so unexpected. You have four teams there that no one could have ever imagined. FAU and San Diego State, no Duke, no North Carolina, no Kansas. Uh, I'm scared to predict the NBA uh, who's out there. But, you know, if you got folks like KD on the team, you know, you can never, you know, count out Phoenix. Now, you know, you've got, you know, I just went to a Warriors game the other day uh, when I was in California. And, you know, if those guys get hot, um they could really do some damage. You know, the Sixers with Embiid and Harden, if they all healthy and rolling. Um, to me, I don't think there's any one clear dominant super team right now where you're just like, oh, man, they just, they're going to take, you know, this is their year. Um, they're going to yeah. take it all, all the pieces of ride. It could be anybody. Um, um, yeah, it could be any of those folks. I could see, you know, if they get on the right run and get hot, it could, could take it off. Who who you think going uh, might get there? I don't see the Lakers. Um, <laughs> see LeBron well, hurt, well, and I just don't see them coming. They ain't got no firepower. You said who? Yeah, who who you think? So I'm a Warriors fan. So I would have to always okay. put them up there, but I think uh, this year they're they're missing a lot of pieces, so I don't know how far right. they could get. But if we're gonna yeah. be, if I'm gonna be realistic, I believe the best team who has um, that's probably has the best chance to me would be the Suns. 
on the, in the Western okay. Conference. I will possibly say the yeah. L.A. Clippers when Paul George gets back. Um, right. Then on the East, I would say Giannis and uh, the Celtics. Yep. Those are yeah. Yeah. So I do no one's a clear clear room though, but yeah, I see it. Yep. Go ahead. Yeah, no yeah, right. So I I do want to get into the where I'm from content series, uh though. I wanted to uh, just ask as far as players that are uh younger players that are in the league, do you guys have any more uh, possible good looks on the way with the series or who's gonna be a um one featured in the series? Oh yeah, we're going to continue with uh, the Jordan Pools, Carl Anthony Towns, Andrew Wiggins, um, all our all our kind of key ambassador spokesmen will be definitely a big part of where I'm from. Plus, there'll be some other folks we we got good relationships with, like Emmanuel Quickly, and and we'll just keep building out that roster, you know, throughout the year, and working with more and more people. Uh, there's a few things we want to get, you know, going in the product, but, you know, we definitely uh, see rolling that out, you know, rolling the rest of those out um, in the future. Absolutely. Yeah. And to end off the interview, I definitely have to ask this question. So I know everybody has their debate, um, and I'm not sure where you are with the debate, but I did want to ask you this. So if if you were speaking on GOAT of um, of basketball, who's who's your uh, who's your GOAT? Of the end of, of basketball, and then the <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Oh wow, that's a interesting question. It's, we have debates on the team mm-hmm. right now. It's very it's very generational. Uh, there's some yeah. folks who kind of came up, and, you know, with LeBron as the main player, and their their argument for LeBron as the best player. Look at you know the scoring record, and you know how long he's lived, how you know uh, how many championships he's you know, been at, how many teams he's carried, but then, you know, the generation before saw Jordan do his thing uh, and, and you know, won six championships, didn't move any, was just a dominant scorer, just an amazing, gifted athlete, acrobatic, and saw his dominance, you know, in the 90s and hold on to that. So I'm torn. You know, I remember Jordan and going through that and seeing how great he was. Um, but I really respect um, uh, LeBron's legacy, Link, because he started in high school. He's played longer than Jordan did and maintained his body and maintained his uh, dominance for a much longer stretch yeah. of time. And that's that's hard. So I'm not going to pick either one. They're both, for, you know, <laughs> two of the greatest ever, probably the I'll, I would, I, I would, there's probably about four I think are super great, and I would put them in that four, but I, I, I'm not going to, I can't answer who, which one is the greatest over another. It's just, I respect their games too much to do that. All right, man, I definitely get you on that. Um, and I think that'll possibly end the interview. Uh, thank you so much uh, for taking time out your day to do this interview with me. And, um, yeah, if there's anything else you want to end the interview off with, you can. Okay. No, just um, just curious, what caught your eye uh, about All World? How did you find out about it? Uh, 